Hello, good evening. I'm Al. And I'm Sai. And this is episode 27. Episode 27 of the Full Beam Podcast. And tonight we could be having an argument. Let's <laughs> hope so. Uh, I was on Twitter before on our feed. And oh, before we start, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're at Full Beam Cars. And we've also got our YouTube channel, Full Beam. Please uh, visit us, subscribe, like. Do that, yeah. and I'll love you a long time. Thank you very much. Okay, so please get into our social media. Um, on our Twitter, Upsprung Drive Tribe, who we're also on, um, and they posted a link to a feature on Drive Tribe about the 10 best drivers never to have won the F1 Grand Prix Championship. Now, I know we've discussed this in private, but we've never done it on here, so I thought this would be a good subject for our, our weekly subject. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go through the go through the ten day pick that we can see yay or nay, and then maybe add a couple of our own. Okay, right. So, so let's start off. So um, number ten. First of all, before we start, right? Before we start, obviously number one is Stalin Moss. Just just get out the way. Okay. Yeah, he was on my list. There's no disputing that. So he's number one. But we'll go back to number ten. Clay Regazzoni. Who? Clay Regazzoni. Is he Mexican? I think he was Italian. Oh, no, Swiss. So I I can only just remember him. I just remember him. He was active from 1970 to 1980. Right. It's all for Ferrari uh, when Nicky Lauda won. He was was number two to Nicky Lauda. No way. Yeah. Um, so they've given stats on here so he had 132 starts 5 pole positions that's not great is it 5 mm. wins 28 podiums and 15 fastest laps it's not a brilliant record is it no but 28 podiums is not, is not to be sniffed at is it but out of 132 okay. yeah I suppose so yeah, yeah suppose not, so. Good enough, not good enough to win you a championship certainly not good enough to win you a championship if your main rival is Nicky Lauda um, but you know there's plenty of drivers now and plenty of drivers that I can remember that haven't, that haven't been on the podium 28 times. So, not to be laughed at, not to be sniffed at. But not, not what? Not good enough. Oh, oh okay, guys. That's a bit harsh. Well, let's be on to number nine. Not a person I've heard of, but he's quite a while ago. Wolfgang von Schrips. Years active, 1956 to 1961. That's why I've not heard of him. Um, he was only 33 years old when he died at the Italian Grand Prix, racing for Ferrari. He holds the record of racing with Ferrari for every season in his career, something which no one else has achieved since then. No way. Yeah. Um, and in 61, he was leading the championship, but he had a terrible accident with Jim Clark at Monza. Um, passed away, and Graham Hill took the win, and he won the title. So Hill won the championship, did he, that year? Yeah. Wow. No way. So what's yeah. his what's his pole positions? Is race stats? Yeah. Twenty only twenty seven starts, one pole position, two wins, six podiums. Only twenty seven starts. Yeah. And he was active in Formula One from fifty six to sixty one. It says years active, and that I don't know if that means Formula One or just racing. It says here Ferrari weren't a competitive team until nineteen sixty one because they were building the team up. But Von Schrips is with them all the way, claiming the occasional podium or the seven P4 to P6 positions over the years. No way. 
So yeah. he was only active in Formula One in the year that he died. No, no, I think what they're saying is he was active in Formula One, but Ferrari weren't competitive until 1961. Oh, right, so they were in it, but they weren't competitive. Yeah, they were in it, yeah. I'm just yeah, trying to get my head around that. Okay. You think they would have been competitive from the, from the off, wouldn't you? You would have done, wouldn't you? Yeah. But still, 27 starts is not a lot if he's been in it for four, five, six seasons. Maybe they went. Maybe they went in every race. Maybe for everybody in certain races, you don't know. It was, it was different sport, then, wasn't it? Really, it was. So what? What was it? How many race starts? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. One position, two wins. And, uh, six podiums. It's hard to judge. Well, six podiums out of twenty-seven is not bad, is it? No potential, I suppose, isn't it? Potential. Hard to judge, isn't it? Unfortunately, it is. I don't forget racing drivers back then. Raced a lot, a lot later in their life during the forties, weren't they? When he packed in, yeah, they were, mate. Yeah, and he was only thirty-three, so he would yeah. have had, I don't know, you know, another ten years, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Number eight, Rubens Barrichello. Now, what do you think about this? Because we, we've discussed this before, and you were never that impressed. This is a tricky one for me because I haven't seen this top ten, and I just thought I'll just make a list of my own and see how many I've got that they've got. Blah blah blah. And I've put Rubikello, Rubens Barrichello in Who? my list. Who? Rubens Barrichello. Who's Rubens <laughs> Easy for you to say, isn't it? Sausages. Yes. <laughs> Go on. So, Rubens Barrichello. Come on. I've given him the benefit of the doubt, okay? Yeah. Because I think a lot of his career was wrong team, wrong teammate, wrong time. Okay. Yeah. If you were going into Ferrari where Michael Schumacher is at his absolutely mm. unbeatable best, you're not going to win anything. Mm. You're just not. Mm. So then I thought, right, well, if then you put him in McLaren when like McLaren were Mika Hakkinen days and young Lewis Hamilton, mm. would he have won mm. something there? Then yes, maybe he would. Would he win something in Red Bull now? Most probably he would. Would he win something in the Mercedes? He most certainly would. But you've just made the point that he was at Braun with Jensen Button, and Jensen Button made that win the drivers' championship. So maybe, yeah. maybe he wasn't all that great. Yeah, possibly. Look at his stats, right? Um, start three hundred and twenty-two starts he made. That's a hell wow. of a lot. Isn't it? It is. Years active, he was, going, he was going for like eight years, so ninety-three to two thousand and eleven. Um, yep, more than eight years, isn't it? Uh, oh, yes, yes, sorry, that's 2001, isn't it? Yeah. It's eight years. Yeah. 18 years. <laughs> 18 years is an F1 driver. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, okay, starts 322. Pole positions 14. Wins 11. This is a good one. Podium 68. Yeah, not good enough. Not 21%, good enough. that is. 21%. Fastest lap 17. Yeah, I suppose he's, he was always number two, wasn't he? But what, what a number two? He's just so dependable. Yeah, but what a team, Ferrari. You can guarantee, you can guarantee that Michael Schumacher would have had hundreds of podiums, hundreds of fastest laps, hundreds of race wins. So yeah, I, I don't really. Yeah, I, I think you're right, mate. A dependable number two, but I don't really think he deserves. He, he's one of these amazing drivers that missed out on a drivers' championship. Yeah, yeah. I suppose he was. I suppose he was happy doing what he was doing. 
And yeah. I think as a number two, if, if something happened to the number one's car, he was he was in position to win, wasn't he? Because he was good enough to. Yeah. I think the best you could say is he was faithful. Faithful <laughs> to his team, wasn't he? He was an old family dog. <laughs> right, let's, right, let's move on. Number seven, Didier Pironi. Did he start making beer? It's spelled differently, you fool. <laughs> See, Didier Pironi was a very big, big driver when I was a kid. Um, was he, yeah? He was, yeah. I only acted for four years, though, 78 to 82. No way. Yeah. Who um, did he Who did he drive for? He drove at the age of 25 at Tyrrell. Um, okay. But Tyrrell, it says here, Tyrrell wasn't very good at the time. Midfield car at best would it be like a, I don't know, a Renault or something like that now. Okay. Um, but he always finished near the points and took two podiums in his two years with the team. Then he, went, he got into Ligier. Yeah. Uh, he, got, he had his first win, came fifth in the championship in 1980. And then at 28, he went to Ferrari. But in 1981, it says here, the Ferrari was, and I quote, a dog. It was the fifth fastest team on the grid, although Gilles Villeneuve managed to win twice. Um, so in 82, uh, they got better, the fastest team, uh, won the Constructors title, but Gilles Villeneuve died that year. Um, yeah. And Ferrari pulled out Pironi in Belgium because Villeneuve died. Um, so up until round 12, Pironi was easily winning the title. No way. Yeah. Um, he had a 10 point advantage over John Watson John Watson, oh my god, I've got about him uh, with five rounds to go uh, but he was, he was injured in at Germany in, the, in practice, in qualifying and uh, never raced in Formula, Formula 1 again Wow, no way so that didn't sound that impressive until you read out that final sentence and have a 10 point gap with five races to go, you know he certainly was unlucky not to win a championship wasn't he? Yeah, yeah Okay. And he wasn't and he wasn't the team leader, Villeneuve was. Yeah. Next. Um number six. Carlos Reutemann. Oh, I loved him. Yeah. Loved him. I don't know. Uh, I do seventy two to eighty two, hundred and forty six starts, six pole positions, twelve wins, forty five podiums. That's good. Who do you drive for? Brabham, first of all. Ferrari mm-hmm. Williams. Um, in 1981, he had a golden opportunity to win the title. Um, Reutemann must have been in the, the Ferrari at the time, they won. No, Williams, sorry, it was, it was him and Alan Jones and Williams and PK of Brabham. Um, in the final two races, Reutemann held a three point lead over PK. But Jones has to fight, but two non pre finishes in the final two races. Oh, that PK won, PK won by a point. Wow. So was he a bottler? Yeah, he's a bottler. Could be in the car, was crap, I don't know, but there you go, Carlos Rootman. Number five. Yeah. You might have toss over this one. David Coulthard. Oh, good old David Coulthard. He's go the one. I thought you, I thought you thought he didn't deserve it. You need, you need his helmet putting on with a spanner. <laughs> Does indeed, old Sam Bobhead. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I, I like David Coulthard. Yeah, I think I think he, I think he deserves his place in this list. To be fair, 
But again, I think I think you're on a hide into nothing, a bit like Michael Schumacher and Barrichello. You know, you, you can't take anything away from Mika Hakkinen. What a racing driver he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and again, you're either comfortable being a number two driver for a fantastic team, or you try and make a name for yourself as a number one driver somewhere else. But you know, Michael Schumacher, sorry, David Coulthard was always. There or thereabouts, wasn't he scoring points, getting podiums, but he just couldn't get the better of Mika Hakkinen. Yeah, yeah. So what's his stats? His stats, 246 starts, 12 pole positions, 13 wins, 62 podiums. It's not great. It's not great, mate. No, when it were, again... You, you, you can't compare, can you? You can't compare Barrichello to Schumacher. You can't compare Coulthard to, to Hakkinen. Um, I just expected him to have more podiums than that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, you, you, you talking, I, I can't talk about the drivers that you've mentioned that before my time, but the ones I do remember, they kind of failed to, like, he's desperate for them to do, he's desperate for Barrichello to win a race. I was desperate for Coulthard to win a race, but he just never seemed to, he always just bottled it, is not the wrong word, is not the right word, but there were so many races where, like, you were urging him to overtake, overtake, it just wouldn't happen. It's like he was almost comfortable just sitting behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take six points instead of risking an overtake and getting 12. I'll, I'm guaranteed six points here, so I won't risk something and try and double me points score. I'll, I'll just sit here and just collect me six points. Six points yeah. is better than nothing. Where yeah. a, a winner will go, well, I don't want, I, I don't care about them six points. If I overtake him, you know, and the next chicane or something, I'll get 12 or 18 or 20 points. I want them. Coulthard was one of those drivers that frustrated me because it was kind of like, I'm happy with where I am. I yeah. want to it scores some points than none at all. Um, Let's look at the freedom of people like him, and maybe Barrichello as well. Um, where are they just scared of rocking the boat? Yeah. Did they think, did they think you know what, I've got a custody life here, I'm in a whopping team, I've got a brilliant life, I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteed an income, I'm going to be risk the rest of my life. If I overtake so-and-so, I might kick me out of the team. Yeah, that, 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 that's going for teammates and stuff, but I mean like, there was very rarely a last minute dart on on a on a hairpin or the last of the late breakers from David Coulthard. You know, it was like very much like I'm in the points now, I'll stay here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and unless he gained a place through pit stops or something else going on or something like that, it was it, it was very, very safe. You're like, Oh come on, David, just give me that little bit more and he he just he just oh. Frustrating, yeah. I was saying that one is. No clear instance. Yeah. Yeah, next. Number four. Ah, oh, Ronnie Peterson. Paul Ronnie. Okay. Um, known as the Super Swede. Yeah, that's right. He was, he was awesome. <laughs> 1970-78. Starts 120 starts. 14 pole positions. 10 wins. 26 podiums. See the same amount of... Po- oh, no, sorry, not the same amount. 26 podiums. Out of 120. But, um... It was really Peterson who died, but he was carbon and fire, and, and um, James Hunt pulled him out. That's right, mate, yeah. I remember watching that. I was like, wow, what? Look at that. It was amazing. Um, that was at Monza as well. That's the, that is the track of death. 
It is, yeah. Isn't it? It How many people have died there? It's shocking. Um, Let's go, Al. Hey? Let's go. Let's go, yeah, put me in a Skoda. Okay. (laughs) Um, He drove for March, first of all, in 1971. Um, He didn't win in that season, but he took four second places and one third place, and there's only 11 races that season. No way. Yeah. Fair play. Um, went to Lotus in 1973. He won four out of eight at the end of the season. Um, but he finished third. <laughs> um, again with Lotus. He, uh, in 1977, he moved to Tyrrell. But they moved back to Lotus, which I remember that's the car he died in the black car, the GPS yeah, car, uh, with Mario Andretti. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I loved yeah. it. Okay, number three. I can't really argue at all with this one. I was, I was. This is what. This is two where I, I thought he, he never won it. I couldn't believe he never won it. Shield Villeneuve. Yeah, absolutely. He's, a, he's in my list as well. Yeah. That is, that is shocking. I had, to, I, I put him down initially and thought, no, I've got that wrong. He must have won it, and no, he didn't. Never, never won it. Never won it before he died, but apparently. He was one of the drivers that really got a massive. He, he just captured the hearts of everyone that that watched for me. It was all, apparently again before my time, but what I've read about him, you couldn't not like him. Oh God, Shield Shield Bill was amazing. He just he, he couldn't. He's one of those drivers where if you if you, if you didn't support him, it didn't matter. If he won, do you know what I mean? He was like everyone's yeah. second favorite driver. Everyone loved yeah. him. He's just a great driver. Yeah. What's his stats? 67 starts, two pole positions, six wins, 13 podiums. It's not great. Mm-hmm. But you've got to remember, like, you know, I think teams are a lot more competitive then. Yeah, absolutely. Reliability and everything else. But yeah, I, I'm gobsmacked. You know, he's got a circuit named after him and everything. I really thought he was, he was up there, but. He never won it, but his son did, didn't he? For for Williams in 96, 97, 97, 98. Yeah. Good old Jack. Good old Jack. What's he doing now? God knows, mate. He's not old, is he? I imagine he's older than you think he is. Possibly, yeah. Okay, number two. Jackie X. Oh, and that's X spelled weird, isn't it? Like I-C-K-X or something. I-C-K-X, yeah. And again, I'm amazed he, he never won it. Because he was, he was, when I was a kid, he was so famous. Was he really? In the 70s, he was incredibly famous. You know, oh. like, you know, my nan knew who Jackie X was. Really? Yeah. It's just, recent drivers were like... How come? Cause I've never, I've never heard that name. I think partly was that it was the name. <laughs> it was it's a yeah. weird name, so it stuck in people's minds. But he was just a great driver. I mean, he, he, he was going from nineteen sixty six to nineteen seventy nine. Wow! So you got you got that time where you had Sterling Moss, Jackie Stewart, Graham, yeah. all the great British drivers. Yeah. He was there as well. So you got to remember, F one was very much mainstream then. It was very much. I say it's not mainstream now, but it was it was a big sport to the ordinary man then as well. I think you know everybody everybody knew a racing driver, everybody knew F one drivers. So because he was in the races with with our our, our good ones, yeah, people knew him. Do you know what I mean? I made that's, them high, high profile. That's what that's what I always put it down to anyway. Yeah. 
So go on in. Who's next? Basilja, Sterling Moss. Sterling Moss is number one. Four times runner-up more than anybody else ever. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So, who's in your list? I've only got two others. Right, I've been, I'm trying to think of... No, you, you said Sterling Moss, you said Jill Villeneuve, you said Rubens Barrichello, you said David Coulthard. I've got three. Can I give you my three? Go on. Felipe Massa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, drove for Ferrari. Again, struggled with being a number two driver, which he was for most of his career. He was number one driver, I think, in 2008 when it went down to Interlagos at Brazil with Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. When they were all cheering in the, in the garage because they thought he'd won, but then Hamilton had overtaken someone like Nick Heitfeld or someone. Yeah. On the second to last bend, and then it flipped into Lewis Hamilton's hand. So, again, really unlucky, but, again, I'm sure his stats would be really impressive. He always seemed to be there or thereabouts, always on the podium, always on the first or second row of the grid, um, but was always in somebody else's shadow. If it wasn't Michael Schumacher's shadow, it was Lewis Hamilton's shadow, because, obviously, Lewis Hamilton was driving for McLaren when McLaren, you know, were right at their peak. So, Felipe Massa's uh, one for me. Yeah, okay. These two now might not be great drivers, but I had a real soft spot for them. I wanted them to win. Pablo Montoya. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved Pablo Montoya because he seemed to go everywhere at 200 miles an hour. (laughs) He's one of the craziest, fastest people I ever saw. And I was like in me middle teenage years when, when he was out and it was exciting I, I watched F1 for Montoya I absolutely loved him loved him and I just think that he left and went to IndyCar or NASCAR way too soon apparently it was a falling out wasn't it was it a falling out with Frank Williams and he just basically just went oh, I'm not having this I'm off it was as sudden as that he, he, he just gone that was it. I, I think he literally walked um, and didn't race for anybody else in Formula One. But he just, just, just he was just incredible to me. I just had a, a real soft spot for him. Just had a cool name, man. Pablo Montoya. How, how fantastic is that name for a start? Yeah, and he just always looked that happy. He had that smile, he didn't he? Yeah. And it was when was it Williams that he drove for? Was yeah, it, it was. Was it Williams BMW or? Is it when BMW were in? Yeah. Yeah, I love that livery of the car, the white and the blue. I loved, it. I loved everything about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And my last one, and again, it's just... It, it, it made me fizz inside. He gave me that excitement. Heinz Harold Frensen. Oh, loved him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He, he, Absolutely right, yeah. He won a race for Jordan. And it was when the Jordan cars, because the Jordan cars. Oh, Jordan. Were, yeah. Awesome. When it was either like the Hornet or the Wasp or the whatever it was, they were just fantastic. Um, you've got to love Eddie Jordan on the pit wall as well. And 
Heinz Howard Frenson seemed to be like almost like just like a flash of lightning. He was there and then he was gone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where, 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 where's Frenson gone? I, I love, I love, I love the design of his helmet. He was exciting. He was fast. I just think there was so much more to give from both Montoya and Frenson. I loved them both. I agree. Um, and looking back at the grid now, like, I don't think there's anybody on the grid now who you'd say you should have won a championship. I don't think that, uh, Daniel, Daniel Ricardo's not won one, has he? Um, no, I don't no. Th- championship, no. No, I don't think he's a deserved champion. No, not um, yet. No, might be in the future, but not yet. Leclerc, Verstappen, all of them, but the likes of. Um, Hulkenberg and Perez, they're, they're a million miles off. Um, so I, I had to go back. I, I couldn't stand Eddie Irvin, Eddie Irvine, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, he's Oh, he was just, he was like the Roy Keane of F1. I just wanted to smash his head in. No, I disagreed totally. Eddie Irvine was the last link, I think, to like the F1 drivers of yesteryear. They're doing, no, they're absolutely swash buckling and like a playboy, and they're just in it for the glamour. No, he, he wanted to be a playboy. He wanted to be Jensen Button. He wanted to have both the Minogue sisters hanging off his arm. He wasn't. <laughs> he, he, he was a million miles away from a playboy. He was a narky little Irish. <sighs> what? I need, I need to swear in there, but I can't. I can't say it. Just no. He was everything that was wrong with Formula One for me. Okay, all right. So, well, I, I had him in my list. I've just thought of another couple actually. Okay, so same before John Watson. I forgot about him. John Watson was a, an awesome driver. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, this next one, you're probably going to go with your what? Right, I'm going to say it, Mark oh. Webber. He's still there. <laughs> just, just, just rubbing me face, mate. Don't worry, I'll be right with you. <laughs> Mark Webber was great. Come on, but he wasn't a champion. Well, that's why he's in this list. But he's not a deserved champion he, again. He's he's the family Labrador. He'll score your points, but he won't win you a championship. Do you not think he had bad luck? No. No. You make your own luck, don't you? You don't. You, you don't make your own luck by crashing into your teammate. <sighs> okay, that's a great to disagree on that one. Go on then. Um, two person that springs to mind is he was never Mark Blundell, maybe, but he was never really good enough. But he was still a, still a brilliant driver. Was yeah. he? Was he? No, he no, he was good enough. I think. Again, he was just the number two. He never got a break as number one. I don't think. No. But maybe that's, maybe that's, you know, why was he never number one? I don't know, but I, th- I think a lot of the, the British drivers of that time are very underrated. They were always there. I mean, even Johnny Herbert, I'm not going to give him a shout as a potential champion, but look, he, he did win some races in some, in some not great cars. Yeah, don't forget. He had a life-changing accident as well, I remember. He, he had a really, really bad crash, didn't he? He didn't, you know, come out of. Um, and apparently again, like he he was he was one earmarked for you know future, but just at that crash. 
Um, so yeah, you know, there's other drivers, isn't there? But I think I think we've 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 as good as covered that, mate. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking through a list here now. Derek Wallach was brilliant. Yeah, Derek he was. Wallach was amazing. The Martin Brundle. Brundle. Martin Brundle was great. Yeah. Uh, Gerard Berger. Gerard Berger must have won the championship. Apparently he didn't. Shut up. Maybe don't. He's in this list, he doesn't want badge. Um, Sean Lacey. No, behave, soft lad. You're on the wrong list. Wrong list, I'm out here. Chris F1 drives never won the championship. I thought at least he would. Hang on a minute. Shut up right now. Podcast is over. You've made a mockery of this. I might need to make I might need to make a bit of, bit of an edit here, might I? Hang on a minute. Uh, no. Shall I Lacey only won one Grand Prix? Did he? The nineteen ninety five Canadian Grand Prix. This is Wikipedia. This proved to be the only winner of his Formula 1 career. No way. I know. That's, in, that's incredible. Well, he definitely needs to be on the list. Sean Lacey. Oh, my God. It also says Gerard Berger. Yeah. Right, let, me, let me have a look at that one. Greg <laughs> is an Austrian Formula 1 racing driver. He completed in, he completed in Formula 1 for 14 seasons. Twice finishing third overall in the championship, both times driving for Ferrari. He won 10 Grand Prix, he 48 podiums, 12 pole positions and 20. So he never won it either. Never won it either. Oh my That's God. That's what I mean. You had, you had these, these drivers who were always there with their posting. You had these drivers who were like Spurs and Arsenal and Chelsea. They were always there with their but they never won. No. Oh my goodness me. Wow. That's amazing, isn't That stunned me. I think we're going to have to end. In true Top Gear fashion, on that bombshell, it's Wait, good I've night. Got, I've, got, I've got another question. Go on. Just off the top of your head, who do you think the worst champions be? The worst champion? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've, I've got a conservation one for that. If it begins with level eight, then me and you are going to have... My, I can't say that, can I? I'd be a fool to say that. Who is Nico Rosberg? Why is he the worst? Because he cheated. Go on. Well, he he stuffed his car on purpose at, at Monaco to get the pole position and red 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 flag the the quality session. Yeah. He, Dangerous driving to look. Yeah, he's just the worst one. Smug German cheat. Ooh. <laughs> Mine's German too. Go on. <laughs> I think that was the worst. <laughs> no, no chance. Because he's just, he's proven now he's just, he's not that good really, is he? <laughs> you know, he, 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 he's obviously he's very good, but to you know what I mean, it's just like, He's completely lost his mind now, and it's like that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. He won three championships. He was brilliant. Fair enough. He's not not where he was now. Now, yeah, I totally agree. His head's gone whatever. He's turned rubbish. But Nico Rosberg won the championship and then retired. He knew 
he wasn't deserving of that championship and wouldn't even defend his title. That's a fair point, actually. That's a very fair that point. That is, that just to me is not, is not the way to do it. It really isn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, saying how Lewis Hampton gets inside the red and this and the other is the good thing he's ever done and this, that and whatever. At least go toe to toe with him for one more season and then go, all right, fair play, you're better than me or whatever. But don't just go, I've won now, I want to spend time with my family. No. Nah, doesn't wash for me. And now he's going to guy again trying to be a pundit. No. Not for me. He doesn't even, he doesn't even, I don't know what the verb is, but it's a pundit. He doesn't even pundit very well. Um, he just stands there, grins out. So. Yeah, no, not for me, mate. Yeah, I'll give you that one, mate. That's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good, good call. Yeah. Okay. Should we end that? It's been going on for a while and a while. We will end. Okay. So, that's, that's all for now. Um, we'll be back at the weekend with our look back at the week. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, social media is at Full Beam Cars for all the major platforms. And just please get in touch. And have a look at our YouTube channel. Yeah, and like, subscribe, and follow us. And also follow us on uh, Drive Tribe and Insta as well. We are on all your social media platforms for all your social media needs. I love that, sir. All your social media needs. And that is, if you need your daily dose of cars and banter, then you need to join our tribe. And Dom, I'll... Yeah, yeah, I can't better that, really. It's okay, mate. Good night. See you at the weekend, people. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.